الحمد للہ رب العالمین وصلاۃ وسلام علیہ شرف الانبیاء والمرسلین محمد رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وآلہ وسلم وسلم تسلیماً کثیراً کثیراً فمبادو مائی بردر اینڈ سسٹرز اٹ از دا گریٹ مرسی اینڈ دا بلیسنگ آف اللہ سبحانہ و تعالی جل جلالو دیٹ ہی میڈ اس مسلم And further, it is his greater mercy and blessing that he made us from the Ummat of Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We could have been Muslim and we could have been in the Ummat of any of the Anbiya of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We could have believed in Allah. We could have followed that Nabi. We would still get Jannah. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose for us the ummat of his last and final messenger, last and final nabi, last and final rasul, after whom there is no other, and put us in that ummah and gave us Islam. Now the reason this is a great blessing is because with this blessing, I call it a blessing because what comes with this is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said about this ummat, about this rasul and those who follow him, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Say to them who claim to love Allah. Say to those who claim to love Allah, فَاتَّبِعُونِ يُحْبِبْكُمُ اللَّهِ Make my ittiba and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will love you. Right? Now, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not promise to love the followers of any other Nabi. Allah gives them ajar. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will do, will reward in keeping with the deeds. But with respect to the ummah of this Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, يُحْبِبْكُمُ اللَّهِ For who? Those who make the ittiba of Rasulullah sallallahu Now of course from the ittiba of Rasulullah sallallahu we understand it refers to one's appearance, it refers to our, uh, the clothes we wear, it refers to you know, our beards and our topis and hijab and this and that. But the biggest and most important ittiba of Rasulullah is to do the work that he used to do, which is to invite towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right? That is the biggest ittiba, to invite towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave that work to this ummah. Because Nubuwat ended, but the need for Nubuwat does not end until the last day. The purpose of Nubuwat is to guide. What is this guidance? This guidance is two things. One, to remind us that we have a Rabb. To remind us and to remind the people that they have a creator, that they have a Rabb. Jalla Jalalu, 
ہو از ود دیم وہ ہوا ما کو مہینہ ما کن تم ہی سیڈ آئی ایم وتھ یو ہی از وتھ یو ویر ایور یو آر ہو از واچنگ دیم ہو از لسننگ ٹو دیم ہو نوز واٹ دے آر ڈوئنگ اینڈ ٹو ہیم از آور ریٹرن رائٹ سو دس ریمائنڈر دیٹ وی ول ون ڈے ریٹرن ٹو اللہ سبحانہ و تعالیٰ ٹو ریمائنڈ پیپل اباؤٹ دس اینڈ اسٹارٹنگ وتھ آور سیلس ناؤ What does that reminder mean? So I reminded you that my brothers, please understand one day we will return to Allah. So what does it mean? Is, it some, is, it, is this some piece of information I'm giving you or is my job over if I say I've reminded you? Or if I'm reminding you, does my job start with looking at myself and asking myself the question if i really believe what i am telling you then how am i preparing myself because it is not only you who will return to allah i will also return to allah and when i return to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala what will i have to answer right What are the questions that I will have to answer? To remind myself that everything that I have in this world, <clears throat> my money, my property, my business, my name and fame, my influence, my power, my authority, my strength, my wealth, every single thing which I have in this world will stay behind. It will not come with me. What will come with me is the way I acquired those things. My house will not come with me. My house will stay here. But what will come with me is how did I buy this house? If I bought this house on interest, on an interest-based mortgage, that will come with me. <coughs> my mortgage will come with me. Not the paper, but the fact that I took this mortgage. My business will stay here. But this business, what was I selling? What was I buying? That will come with me. Business won't come. How did I earn this money? By buying and selling halal or haram? Where did I spend the money? In a halal place or in a haram place? This will come with me. My education, my degrees won't come with me. What will come with me is what did I do with those degrees? Did I take this knowledge and use it for something beneficial? Or did I withhold the knowledge? This will go with me. My wife will not go with me. The husband will not go with the wife. My children will not go with me. How I raise those children will go with me. How I treat my wife will go with me. How the wife treats the husband will go with the wife. My parents won't go with me, but how I treat my parents will go with me. Right? This is the meaning of accounting. This is the meaning of accounting. So therefore, when we remind each other and say that one day we will die, and we all know this, this is no rocket science, we all know one day we will die, how many people we have buried, how many janazas we have prayed. 
One day somebody will, somebody will pray my jana, my jana. This is not a... I don't have to convince anybody about it. This is going to happen one day, right? Sooner or later, one day. Then what? The reminder is that life does not end with death. Life begins with death. It begins with death. This test ends with death. After the death, there's no test. This test finishes with death. After the death comes the result of the test. And that result never ends. That life never ends. That is a reminder. This is what Rasulullah came to do. And this is what he left behind for us to do. To remind each other. And then to help each other to walk on that path. A path that inshallah leads to the rida of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalla. Because at the end of the day I remind myself and you that there is only one thing which matters and that is whether Allah is radi with me or not. Nothing else matters. Nothing. <coughs> if you take the stories of the Anbiya alayhi salam, take Nuh alayhi salam, how many people loved him and how many people hated him. If you simply go by the, how many people accepted Islam, those people loved the Nabi, how many were there? Some, you know, the first Syrian, they say, maybe 100 people. In 900 years, 950 years, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala actually counted the number and told us. 950 years of preaching, of conveying the deen, maybe 100 people. So if there was a popularity contest uh, of Nuh alayhi salam, he's going to be way behind somewhere, huh? But that popularity contest has no meaning. What, ha- what has meaning? Is the result of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he is among the, he is not only among the Anbiya and Rasul, he is among the Ul Razm. He is among the five of the greatest of the Anbiya and Rasul of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Thirteen years of mehra, thirteen years of struggle, thirteen years of suffering in Makkah. How many people accepted Islam? Issue is not, this is not a numbers game. This is not a numbers game. This is to make sure that we convey and we continue to convey till our last day. And when we convey, remember that it is for ourselves. We are not telling people because we think we are superior to them. No. We are saying this because we are, in, we are the ones in, the, in greatest need. So I remind, I remind myself and you therefore to close because I don't want to talk for long. Let us remind ourselves and remember that we have a Rabb. He will help us. He will protect us. Provided we, He will accept our dua. Provided we obey Him. We accept His message and His orders and we obey Him. Hmm? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned this in the Quran very clearly. Allah said, tell them, obey me. Obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala starts with salah. After the kalima, the manifestation of the kalima 
in physical form is the Salah. It starts with the Salah. And it continues with earning halal and eating halal. Two absolutely critical things without which dua is not accepted, without which ibadat are not accepted. Earn halal, eat halal. Please do not fall into the trap of shaitan because shaitan will tell you that unless you do haram, your business will fail. Shaitan will tell you this is America. Everybody does it. Right? I am not selling haram to Muslims. I am selling haram to non-Muslims. Please, don't fall into all this. Islam does not permit a Muslim to do something wrong. Whether he does it to a Muslim or a non-Muslim makes no difference. Don't fall into this trap. Why? If shaitan tells you the story, shaitan comes in many forms. Some shaitans come in the human form. They will come and tell you. That shaitan will be your advisor. He will be your banker. He will be your financial analyst. Tell him that I worship the one who is Razzaqud al-Quwwatil Mateen. I worship the one who gives with his power. I worship the one who feeds every living creature from the virus to the blue whale. All that I know and all that I don't know. Each one receives its nourishment in a different form. Some creatures eat things which if I eat, I will die. But they thrive on this. That is their food. For me, it is poison. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives to each according to what they need. So tell them, my Rabb is not dependent on me to earn haram to feed me. No. I do not worship such a Rabb. Why would I worship a Rabb who is, na'udhu billah, if, if Rabbul Alameen was himself in need, why would you worship him? For what? Uh, did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say, please help me? I don't think I can feed you, so help me. Do something. Is Allah saying this, na'udhu billah? No. So no, I will earn only halal. I will eat only halal. Because I worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Make this, make this a, your niyyah. Make this, promise this to yourself and raise your hand and say, Ya Rab, I have promised, I will not do haram. I will not eat haram. I will not earn haram. If I was doing it, I stop from now. Everything is out. I am your slave, you are my razak, khalas. Then see how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will open doors where you had no idea there was a door. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made this. Allah said the one who has taqwa, what is taqwa? Taqwa is the Sole concern to please the one I love more than anyone else. Taqwa is not fear of Allah. Taqwa is fear of displeasing the one I love the most. Fear of displeasing Allah. It's not fear of Allah. You will fear Allah and go where? It's fear of displeasing. Why do you, why are you afraid of displeasing Allah? Because I love Allah so much. The more the love of Allah, the more the hope of Allah increases, the more taqwa increases. So when we have taqwa, what is Allah saying? The one who has taqwa, 
Allah says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ease his difficulty. Allah will make his life easy. Allah will extract him from his difficulties. And he will provide him. What a beautiful ayat. And he will provide him from sources that he cannot even imagine. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, And the one who has tawakkul on Allah, Allah will become sufficient for him. Eh? There is a world of difference between saying Allah will give him and Allah will become sufficient for him. Because Allah will give him no matter how much it is, there is a had. It is a number. Even if it is, you know, a zillion or whatever, it's still a number. But when you say Allah will be sufficient for him, there is no number. There is no number. And if Allah is sufficient for me, what does it mean? If Allah is sufficient for you, what does it mean? Is somebody for whom Allah is sufficient, do you think he will go to Jahannam? Eh? It's not, it's not do. I mean, there's, there's no way that's going to happen, right? No way that's going to happen. So I remind myself and you, and let me close with this. Let us make this our niyyah. That inshallah mustan from this moment onwards, we will not disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in anything. We will do our best. And we ask Allah for his help. Right? And the way to do that is to follow the sunnah of Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Because that is the surefire way. There's no, if I'm following the Rasul, there is no way that I can be going wrong. Absolute, without a doubt. I'm following the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. I have to be on the right. There is no, that is the way. Right? So from this one, let us make this dear. That I will not disobey Allah and I will follow the sunnah of Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalaluhu to be pleased with you. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to open the doors of his rahmah, the doors of his treasures for you. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give you until you say bas, until you get tired. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give you in ways and from sources that you cannot imagine. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give you and make you the means of giving to all of his other makhluk. I ask Allah to make you the means through you let Allah give to everybody else.